You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. So one thing is, I want to know, um, how did you end up meeting Dudley for the creation of this project? So Dudley came along to a, an artist talk I gave at Blue Oyster in 2016 um, mm. when I had a show there called The Ground Swallows You. And um, I didn't know him at all. Uh, but we kind of connected through that um, and he emailed me um, not long after and I think just kind of from that talk I did and uh, him seeing the work I was making something about that really resonated with him uh, as he was starting to think about the identity Um, yeah so it it was kind of a slightly out of the blue connection um, that you know, like since then we've become really good friends and I, I guess through this collaboration, but it's kind of weird that we didn't know each other already, um, both kind of living in Dunedin. Yeah, because how long did the project go on for? Was it a full year before the release of the album? Because it came out in 2018. Like, what was yeah, the timeline yeah. like? It was like a long process. Um, I think, yeah, like it was like later in 2016 that we started working on it and then just kind of we gradually uh, developed the project through conversations uh, I think throughout 2017 really um, yeah so the the album design process uh, yeah I guess it went on for maybe like a year year and a half so I think Dudley brought me in while he was still in the final stages of, um, kind of producing the album um, and I think for him, it was really important to have me involved in those conversations as he was still finishing, uh, you know, like, and fully realizing the concept of the album. Um, And yeah, it just really developed through our conversations. And from there, obviously, once the album was released, uh, there were then uh, remixed EPs and there were a number of uh, music videos developed. And I created a bunch of artwork and symbols um, for those projects that kind of built on the initial concept that we developed for the album uh, and the kind of visual language that that we were using yeah because there's how many um icons did you create for it because i know that deli's got a bunch of them tattooed over him now um they're scattered throughout the whole album like how many did you create and like where did you find the inspiration to create this iconography out of the album like where did you like kind of pinpoint in the songs for it um, so, I couldn't tell you how many. Um, I reckon, I don't know, there might be, I don't know, 40 or 50 of them in the end. Mm. And I don't know if all of them ended up getting used either. Like, um, it was really a back and forth between Dudley and I where he was kind of, he would say to me, oh, I'm thinking about, you know, like a symbol that could represent like the orbit of a planet around, um, a, you know, like a, another, um, you know, around the sun or something like that. Or, yeah. um, you know, like, um, I want a sperm or I want a life jacket or anything like that. Um, and so from there, I would just kind of research um, pre-existing symbols that might exist for some of these things, um, different logos that might exist and kind of um, then create my own version of like really simplistic kind of, um, I guess, iconography. Um, some of them are really abstract and some of them are more descriptive, um, like the life jacket or there's like a shovel but there's also like um, a wreath symbol that's taken from the the UN logo, um, mm-hmm. and I think the the main symbol that um, is used most throughout 
the uh, album artwork is the kind of swirling line with an arrow on it yeah um which is actually taken from my project the ground swallows you um and i was kind of interested in decontextualizing it or, or giving that symbol that had already been used kind of in my articulation of a project about New Zealand identity into Dudley's project, which is also, you know, about identity and Aotearoa. And, um, uh, and so it was kind of cool to, you know, like even take some pre-existing symbols of my own and um, use them in another context. Yeah, and speaking of recontextualizing things, like this isn't your first Best Award nomination, but for Dudley it is. How does it feel having him involved in getting this nomination, having his work being recontextualized in this universe that he's so foreign to. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, the rewarding part of working on this project is that it feels like a true kind of collaboration with Dudley. It's not, mm. um, it's, it's not me kind of being told, here's the brief as a designer, go away and do it and come back and um, and I'll use it. It was way more like we'd meet for coffee, we'd talk for an hour, um, you know, we'd, we'd think about ideas, um, we'd go back and forth. And, you know, like Dudley's a visual person. He's, um, he's, yeah. a, he's an artist in his own right. And, and, it's, and it's his concept. And, and um, you know, like, I guess what I'm responding to is, is the, the, the visual world that he's imagining as well. So I think for me, it's just nice to to have that, uh, you know, to have him in the mix like that and kind of be credited, you know, I think as alongside me as kind of, kind of like the designers of the album. Um, and I mean, definitely so much of what ended up becoming the album uh, in its visual language and the way it looks and feels um, wouldn't happen if it was just me or just him. Uh, it was totally about the kind of meeting of our two, I guess, skill sets and ideas. Yeah, because another thing is there is a lot of collaboration. Like when I was lucky enough to talk to him, he gave me a bit of an outline. I'm just trying to find out who is the person that took the cover photo. Right uh, now. Louise Louise Clifton took the cover photo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your experience like taking that photo and redesigning it? Well, like adding that smear or. Um, dripping effect because like talking to him like that obscuring of the image was something that was so poignant for the album and regarding identity mm. what was the thought process towards that especially regarding of course it obscures identity but creating mm -hmm. that and especially having it in that color scheme and making it cohesive to the original image yeah there was a few things that obviously were pre-existing so the image was pre-existing um, that colour, which is a kind of really light cream colour, mm. was also pre-existing from the two albums that Dudley had worked on previously, which Zealandia is the third in, in a trilogy of albums yeah. um, that he's created. So he was keen to have certain, um, I guess, links to the trilogy through, uh, yeah, like colours that were being used. And um, portraiture has also been a big part of Dudley's practice. Um, a lot of his album covers and a lot of his promotional work uh, includes um, either painters who have, you know, like really amazing New Zealand painters who have done portraits of him or other photographers. Um, yeah, it was so it was kind of interesting to get those things as a starting point, um, but then be told to kind of, I guess, screw with it and see mm. what happens. And, you know, the, the I guess part of the, the concept being 
obscure identity, um, but also think about this idea of continents um, and, and masses um, that are kind of merging or coming together because uh, Zealandia, the title of the album comes from this idea of New Zealand kind of being a, a, an actually like largely submerged um, continent uh, like and that you know like the body of land that we know as, as New Zealand is kind of like just the peak of that coming out of the water um, and so yeah I was kind of keen on trying to make this shape that could look like a weird map or like body of land but then also yeah somehow being an erasure or like taking away of identity um, over the top of, of uh, Dudley's portrait and um, like I actually created it by taking the portrait itself uh, and putting it through a photocopier um, so many times that and, and kind of moving the photocopier as I did it um, yeah. in, until the, the point that you couldn't recognize anything and it just became this crazy morph shape so there was something kind of nice about using the photo of himself to um, obstruct the photo of himself <laughs> like some kind of weird meta um, process so did it like that shape come out through accent from the photocopier or was it like a pre-existing shape that you made and then that you edited it physically through the photocopier no 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 yeah that was a shape that came from moving the the, um, the image and the photocopier and then um, I uh, identified interesting warp patterns that kind of okay. have been created um, over maybe two or three times through the photocopier and then took them, isolated them and got that shape and started using it on the cover. So there's like, there's an InDesign file somewhere on my computer that has a million different examples of his portrait mm. with different warpy patterns obstructing different, different amounts of him and that was quite yeah. an interesting process too for us just figuring out, okay, what what's enough erasure, what's too much, what do we still want to show? And like, for instance, his hands that are both, uh, you know, one's holding uh, a leaf and one's uh, on a rock. Yeah, it's and on those uh, are both uh, kind of, obsidian. Yeah, and so both of those um, elements that he's holding are really significant. To, so, you know, we, we kept them clear, but kind of erased his, his face. Yeah, going through all the different, like, timelines that could have been. Yeah. Um, and all the different textures that would have come out throughout the printing process. Um, of course, you've worked a lot with um, Allied Press creating newspapers. Um, what was it like creating the Zealandia paper for this and doing, taking a lot of Dudley's research from his past studies regarding the album, like his uh, Mari studies, in creating this product that go coincides with the album but it's also completely separate from the album kind of at the same time uh yeah i think that was um yeah it was nice to be able to use a process i've used before um in my own work and and kind of share that with with dudley and um i mean he actually did more of the newspaper uh than i did i, I think i basically mm. just kind of came in at the end and um and did a bit of um kind of like refinement around some of the design um, aspects of it but um, that way he really drove that process because I think for him you know the album is so rich in terms of the amount of research that went into it the amount of references um, that exist within the album um, and and just how much has informed the different moments uh, within the lyrics and um, the concept of the album that he, he really wanted to try and portray that and give people an insight into the background um, 
of a lot of those references and research. Um, so he really drove that process um, and kind of took these elements that we designed um, and started trying to like, I guess, use them around the research that he wanted to portray as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a, I think it's a lovely um, extra thing to have and it's quite generous as well, like when you buy the, the record to get this really cool newspaper that's got all this kind of extra content in it. Yeah, and allows the listener or consumer of it to actually get more information and the context of the album that both you and Deli worked on as well. Mm, and mm. especially then, like creating the gatefold and creating that physical album, how much did you have regarding the process of that? Like, did you discuss that with Dudley in like, all right, for the pressings and stuff, uh, maybe try and work around the col- these colors to try and link it to past albums and like the schmear and stuff? Yeah, we were just keen that. to, I guess, um, you know, tease out the different visual elements across all those different, um, like kind of physical outcomes that come along with releasing an album. Um, it was exciting for me because I've never done, I've worked on some, I've worked with mu- musicians be- before mm. for kind of like um, the odd thing here and there, but I've never done a, um, an LP. Yeah. I've never done a, yeah, like a record um, cover and, and a gatefold and um, all of that stuff. So it was quite exciting to work with that. And I think uh, we were working with um, producers and printers in Australia to get all of that done. So, um, you know, it's like with any job like that, it's always a little bit, scary to send all the files off and hope it all comes together well and hope that the paper stock you've chosen is the right one and all that kind of stuff but um it seemed to come together really well um, yeah because the, the album's been out for two years i'm surprised it's been nominated now yeah well the, the idea behind that was that um the project kind of kept going until the end of last year when he uh finished his european tour oh okay um, so he went over to Europe and did th- this tour, and again, like that's when he got some of the symbols tattooed onto him, mm. uh, and it's also when um, he we, we created a bunch more symbols that were used in a kind of visual uh, kind of projection behind him um, for his live shows. Um, so there were all those elements that meant that even though yeah the album itself it had come out that long ago, we'd actually still been producing artwork and kind of working on it. Um, until kind of late last year. Um, yeah, so did you also so, work on visual projections like for the glyphs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so certain glyphs were then um, yeah, projected onto um, screens behind him um, and he was able to do things like like he'd raise his hand at different times in the show um, to, sh- to kind of show the symbol that was on tattooed onto him. Yeah. And so it was kind of like this quite interesting interplay of like the symbols behind him and, um, you know, coming coming up and, and, and kind of moving with the music at different times and then also almost like, yeah, like basically becoming part of them too. Well, it's <laughs> um, almost got like a cool. sense of tribalism to it as well, like the raising yep. of the arm, especially in the context, in the history of New Zealand, it creates a whole more connection to it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I was lucky enough to see one of his live performances when I was in London. We were both over there at the same time last year and... Um, yeah, his, uh, you know, like he's, he puts so much into his live performances in terms of, you know, like obviously like he's an incredible artist and, um, and, and um, vocalist, but also in terms of how he uses his body and um, and kind of like does this amazing kind of one man act. So, yeah. yeah, it was cool to see 
um, the symbols used in that way as well. And um, yeah, so I guess for the the best awards, you kind of I don't know. I we could have we probably could have entered it last year, but it just felt like the project was still going, and um, yeah. we just wanted to kind of see, make sure we could kind of like, I guess, draw a line and be like, okay, the project's kind of wrapped up we've done everything we've got this kind of like complete project now that we can present um yeah and and i mean the best awards are weird i, I don't know they are um it's, it's kind of like you just put yourself out there and you don't know what's going to happen but i guess it's nice to be acknowledged and it means that more people find out about the project than might have otherwise and it gets a little bit of a a more kind of national lens on it um yeah. for, for, for my work as well um because sometimes you do these projects and they're awesome and fun and um, good to work on and you feel kind of proud of them but um, you know uh, not everyone knows that they exist so yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nice to get some acknowledgement alright but it's been good Cheers. talking to you about this and thank you for the information yeah and we'll talk soon yeah okay. alright nice one Got thanks you. Paul no problem see ya That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.